You just gotta press a button for the intro. Hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session. Today is September the 16th and the culture pushers are here. Minus one is me and Lowe's holding it down. So if you listen to this on Apple or Spotify, make sure you subscribe. Give us a like. Give us a review. Tell all your friends about us. It was week two. It happened. A lot of people waiting on Monday Miracle happen right now. So if I am one of those people. I hope that Monday Night Miracle happened to everybody except Carlos <laughs> <laughs> because we playing each other. But uh, my week two went good. What's up, Carlos? How your week two went? Well, it went better than last week, man. Uh, it's looking like I'm going to be 500 this week. You know, it went like five and five. So that's better than last week where I just had like a horrible ass week. So hopefully it just keeps going up for here, man. Man, like when I looked at my sleeper app and I seen I had 100 points and it was only at the halftime of like the first half, like the one o'clock games, I said, what? Yeah, bro. It it helps so much having the fucking um, Patriots defense against Miami, bro. I knew that I was in for a long day in that league when I saw that shit. That was one of the greatest. That was a good bid. We both both bid on them, too. So that was good shit. I'll bid me on them. That was clutch. I think it was about like a dollar, too. It was close. Uh, no, I think a little bit more. I think I bid like five or something. You bid like fifteen oh. for them. I wanted them. It was. I, it I ended up being the like, best fucking. It was a, a great pickup, bro. Yeah, I feel like we we don't really talk about defenses on here because I don't really like playing with them. But of course, in some leagues we have them. We so, should start doing that though, like little streams, streams of the week and stuff, because yeah. that, that's a important part. That's the thing. Um. So uh, I don't know. I don't want to free ball it. So Thursday we'll give y'all a defensive stream of the week. Let's do it. All right. Set in stone. All right. Without further ado, let's get into the news and notes. Since the last time we potted, the injury report was not kind to a lot of fantasy owners today. Of course, the big two names we already know, Drew Brees and Big Ben. Uh, Mm. Big Ben is out for the whole year. He has to have surgery on that elbow. So all Steelers get like a, a, a major downgrade to me. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, pretty, yeah, they are, they are just naturally because of a, uh, you know, the, the quarterback plays is going down from uh, Big Ben to Rudolph, but he did uh, look look at uh, McDonald a lot, so he, I think his value, you know, at least stays the same, seeing that he got uh, two touchdowns with him coming from Rudolph, and um, also James Washington is another little sneaky guy that might get more yeah, volume yeah. because Moncrief. Kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but you know, just a little sneak peek. My grief looked like he got benched, man, and uh, James Washington got in last. So the transition already started, and they played it uh, with each other in college. So definitely, that's uh, you know, that connection might be there already. So, but would, but would you good. agree that 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 the Steelers haven't looked good this year offensively at all? At all. And I was starting to like have that feeling in the offseason, man. Like, what if like Antonio Brown was the reason why they were so good for so long, bro? Yeah. It's starting to, I mean, it kind of sucks now that Big Ben's out, but even before he went out, man, they weren't. Even before he went out, they looked bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, they didn't look like themselves, bro. Yeah, and um, I just think James Conner, well, James Conner, he got hurt, but, uh, well, I don't want to get I haven't really heard anything too much on that yet. 
Well, Sleeper reported James Conner is considered day to day after leaving with Sunday's injury with a knee. You know, said the mm-hmm. thing to his knee, so he's day to day right now. So I would just play it by ear. Definitely go get Samuel right now. Yes, sir. You know who got him a secret? Well, I got all the handcuffs over there. That was great. That was great. <laughs> I don't really believe in handcuffs, but that was great. Yeah, well, I, like, I believe in handcuffs of people on other either. teams. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like other people handcuffs. Exactly. That's that's the the um, smart play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Brees is not as bad as Big Ben, but um, he has a torn ligament in his throwing thumb, and uh, he's going to require surgery. They say he's likely out six weeks. I think that's being kind, but he's going to avoid the IR. Uh, so that's good. But six weeks, and that's putting it at his best. So. What do you do if you own like Michael Thomas right now? Are you panicking? Kind of. I mean, I'm not. This, those are all holds him and Kamara. I feel like because nobody's going to give you, you know, that the top value that they deserve. Um, mm-hmm. you know, people knowing that uh, the Breeze is not there. Mm-hmm. So you know, they're just they're just holds, man. Especially in, you know they're in a good better situation than the Steelers. At least you got your quarterback coming back this year, or supposedly. So you just got to weather the storm with them, man, and hope hope for the best. Michael Thomas still had a pretty good game. Put up 13, um, didn't score a touchdown. So, But he's not going to give you that top 12 where you drafted him at. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. You definitely got to temper expectations. And the Alvin biggest Kamara thing, is no the biggest thing top, for them is – Yeah, the biggest thing for them is they're not going to have as many scoring opportunities. Yeah. And that was why they were, you know – Top ten, you know, automatic because they were all on a great offense and they were studs. So we'll see, man. You just gotta, like I said, just gotta hold them and um, just tip your expectations for now. I mean, but by all means, if somebody does offer you a great offer for them, then I wouldn't be opposed to it. Definitely, I would definitely not be opposed to anything like that. Um, like I said before, Ty- Tyrell Williams uh, dealing with hip a hip pointer, so that's not good. The Raiders' number one wide receiver, quote unquote. Uh, and his buddy Josh Jacobs is also dealing with a groin injury. Those news coming out of Oakland. Devin Singletary left the game last night or last afternoon with a, a hamstring injury. Looks like we're waiting to hear news on him. Go pick up Frank Gore. Ugh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, man. I mean, this guy's still around, bro. Everybody just dropping next to him, and he's just healthy as can be. Like, hey, I'm here, coach. He's going to get that volume, man. Um, LaShawn McCoy is dealing with an ankle injury. He left the game. Damian Williams has left the game with a knee injury. Um, That's a a mighty blow right there, but we need to hear more on that. So they might be ready for Sunday, but just in case, Don Thompson, I know a lot of people dropped him uh, when LaShawn McCoy got picked up, so he's probably on a lot of people's waiver wire right now. How much would you spend on Don Thompson? Um, like as of now, like if we haven't heard anything else about it, then I probably wouldn't, you know, go all in. But man, if they miss any amount of time, either any one of them, then I would spend a nice little penny on them. Like, um, about 25% mm. of my budget of my family. How, how much did you spend on mustard? Uh, about 15 to 20. Okay. Yeah, I knew nobody was really going to be looking for him like that, but I had to ensure to, to get him, man, because I, I really liked the opportunity he got. But we'll talk more about him later. Wide receiver from Dallas, uh, Michael Gallup, is having a procedure on to trim his meniscus. 
uh, meaning Dallas is going to be without one of them, one of their wide receivers in that prolific quote unquote office they got going on right now. I know that sucks for a lot of people that went and, went and picked Michael Gallup up. That, but so does that mean that hurt Amari Cooper? Uh, nah, I think they'll. You know that offense is is that offense looks so sick. good, man. That yeah, I think next cool. man up is going to come in and be just fine to where Cooper will be okay, but. But yeah, that sucks for Gallup, man. He was one of those rising stars, like you know, early like breakout candidate, man. And sucks to see him go out. But uh, you know, luckily it's it's, the, it's just short term, so um, can't be too worried about it. Would you pick up the next man in Dallas? Uh, that would be like Cobb, right? Yeah, I think. Um, I would think so. It depends how how you know. I don't think Cobb is as fast as Michael Gallup, though. You know? Oh, he's not. He plays a different position. He plays a slot. Yeah. You know, so and Gallup plays the outside, but. You know, Cobb has been looking good, pretty good through two games. So if I'm in a pinch, but I feel like it's other options out there. Definitely. Um, from last night, the Eagles played the. Oh, oh, oh hold on, hold on, bro, hold on. Just got some breaking news, man. Uh, so I just got a report that James Conner expressed optimism regarding his knee injury during his radio show on Monday, telling listeners, "I don't think it's long term." So, so I guess the Steelers made this day to day to day to day to day. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, it's not long term, but that means so even if in the short term, that makes Jalen Samuel extremely valuable, man. And yeah, definitely. Now, of course, go. Well, I'm pretty sure by the time this episode come out, hopefully you have Jalen Samuels on your team. But yeah, he's yeah definitely the one going to be one of the top pickups this week. Um, Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson both went out in last night's game against the Atlanta Falcons, who got the W. Rise up, rise um, up, baby. Alshon out with a calf injury, and Deshaun Jackson out with a groin injury. So, we're waiting to hear more news about that. That's just sucks for D Jack after you put him in your lineup. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of people put, I went through a, a like a back and forth battle between myself whether to put Calvin Ridley or Deshaun Jackson. and, and like it literally up until the minute before kickoff, and I just chose Calvin Ridley. Wow, yeah. that like never, that rarely works too. Like tinkering with your lineup at the last minute, man. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, it's that, bro. That might be one of the worst feelings in fantasy, other than like losing a championship game or something. But when you start a player and he gets hurt with in the beginning of the game with like one one point or zero points, bro, and you have to look at yeah. that shit for the whole game, bro, that is. The worst, bro. Because there's nothing Tyree you can do about Hill it, for a lot of people last week when Tyreek Hill got hurt. Yeah, exactly. Myself included. That's, yeah. Me too, yeah. I got him on a couple things. We need to do something about that. Fantasy community needs to come together and make some type of rule for that. All right, so we're going to go ahead and break down a quick review of the Week two's games. Uh, of course, today is Monday, so we don't have the Monday night game. And we already reviewed the Thursday on the last episode. So we're going to start out in Baltimore, where the Baltimore Ravens played the Arizona Cardinals, and they won 23-17. to Of course, Lamar Jackson putting on a QB1 performance. Again. Again, uh, 24 for 37, 272 yards, two touchdowns, 16 carries, and 120 yards. Not mm. bad for a running back, huh? Yeah, Brad, and that's, that's, that's what you pay for with Jackson, man. Like, last week he went out there and put on a show without rushing the ball at all, and then this week he comes out and put on a show again, but he has 120 rush yards, you know, so. And one of his favorite targets, um, I know a lot of people were skeptical of him last week. Uh, we laughed at uh, 
your brother Boosie for spending a hundred dollars on him, but he got 13 targets this week. Uh, that's Hollywood Brown. He went eight for 13 with 86 yards. He didn't score a touchdown, but he still looked to be like a legit thing in Baltimore. Yes, bro. And he paid 90% of the snaps. Uh, and that was the one, you know, that was one of the big things I was looking for with him. Like, you know, he did that last week on limited snaps. So you knew that wasn't sustainable if that continued. But the fact that he was on the field way more for this just lets me know that he they were just like, you know, easing him in because he didn't play in the uh, preseason action. So, man, 13 targets, bro, with that type of ceiling, bro, like that, that upside, that speed that he has, bro. Like, yeah, that... He might, we might look back and say, yeah, he was worth a hundred for that. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think, I don't think, yeah. He's like a Tyreek type player, bro. Like the- uh, Mark Ingram, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, uh, none of them really went off. Mark Ingram looked like he was hurt for a minute, but he came back mm-hmm. and finished with 13 carries. Uh, Justice Hill had one carry and Gus Edwards had three. So it looks like Mark Ingram is the guy back there. It wasn't as split as it was the first week. Uh, yep, I agree, man. Like you say, he he went out with an injury for a little bit, so that probably could have threw off his rhythm. But as long as he's healthy, he's the man out there. Definitely. Um, on the other side of the ball, uh, David Johnson. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You can't. Oh, oh, you can't wait a minute. Go to the other side of the ball without yeah. speaking about your boy. Yes, yes. So I think we got to make this a thing. Like, if you listen to the podcast, great things happen. Yeah, bro. That. <laughs> There. I talked about Mark Andrews probably before anybody even knew his name or knew who he was. And it's for the second week in a row. Did he finish tight end one? Um, I want to say – let me see. As of right now, he's tight end one and unless somebody goes – unless David Njoku goes off tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah, he finished tight end one. So he finished tight end one oh, week in a row. So if you listen to me, you got a tight end one probably in the 13th, 14th round. Uh, that's Mark Andrews, of course. He went crazy. He had eight for nine, 112 yards, and a touchdown. He looks still to be Lamar Jackson's favorite target. Like last week, you were saying um, Darren Waller's might, you know, was we was bigging up Javar, and for good reason. He looks good, Darren Waller. But I think Mark Andrews is gonna be the new Kittle, bro. Oh, Mark Andrews might be the new Travis Kelsey. Yeah, well, I ain't going that far, but I mean, I mean, not okay. That was a little scratch. That was a reach. That was a reach. <laughs> You know, Hawkinson went out there and thrashed the uh, Cardinals too, man. So that is true. You know, what I mean, it could just be a product of that, but he, you know, it's a product of both him being good and that defense sucking, bro. Because he's legit, bro. They play, they play uh, Patty Mahomes and uh, Treat uh, T. Healthy next wait. week. It's I can be one of the big wait. games to talk wait. about on Thursday. But yeah, now to the other side of the ball, David Johnson. David Johnson went out with like a, David a little. Johnson. Went out with a little wrist injury. He didn't really give you one of those David Johnson performances. Yeah, like David Johnson. No, David Johnson. <laughs> uh, he, he went out with a wrist injury. That was a little scary. I text Carlos and I was like, damn, is it the same wrist? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the odds of that? Yeah. But it wasn't, I don't think it was the same wrist because he came back in the game. Uh, he finished with seven carries, 14 yards, and a touchdown. So that kind of saved his day a little bit. He had a one target, one reception. Nothing really to talk about there. Kyler Murray, I know I'm going to give the floor to Carlos here because I know that's his boy. Go ahead and talk about Kyler Murray. Yeah, man. So he definitely shocked me, man. Um, I wasn't, you know, expecting too much because he was traveling to Baltimore and they were 13-point underdogs. But he definitely exceeded my expectations yet again. Uh, remember last last week I said that, you know, that fourth quarter in overtime probably boosted his confidence seeing that ball go in the end zone, man. And 
the fact that he went out there and put up 350 on Baltimore and made it a game, like they legit had a chance to win, man. Like I think he is going to be just fine this year, man. Just fine, man. Definitely um, impressed with that. And he still ain't ran yet, so he still ain't hit that ceiling. So I think he don't want to come. I don't think huh? he. I don't think he want to run. I don't think he, he want to. Don't need to though, really. I mean, bro, he's actually a great quarterback, bro. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not a great. Quarterback. He's always been. A, he always had a live arm. I just need yeah, to see him score. When is he gonna yeah, score? He did. I mean, like and like he said, like he 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 didn't score no touchdowns, but just the fact that he made this a game because I wasn't expecting much from him, bro. The fact that he threw for 350 and made it like a legit game, bro. Like that, I feel great about that. You know, coming away from the game. Well, I feel great about the Great White Hope shrinking that lead that you have since last week and making our bet. Yeah, but just just wait until he starts running, bro, because Josh Allen is making it is is only close because he's running. Yeah, he like two rushing touchdowns already. So <laughs> only I, th- I feel I feel pretty good. We're gonna see. Uh, Christian Kirk went six for eight for 114 yards, so that was nice to see. Larry Fitzgerald, the legend, the great one, the goat. Went 5 for 11 for 104 yards, so that was another good thing to see. Uh, just a little stat I wanted to say. Uh, the highest percentages of uncatchable passes through two weeks. I'm just going to go through a list of the top five right quick, Carlos. Cam Newton with 34.2%. Mitch Trubisky with 27.8%. Ryan Fitzpatrick with 27.3%. Kirk Cousins with 27%. Kyler Murray with 22.9%. Yep. What do you have to say? Um, I think a lot of that came from that first game against Detroit where he was looking like really fucking terrible for three quarters. Because if you look at the fourth quarter overtime of that game and this last game they played against the Ravens, like it doesn't look like a lot of those passes were uncatchable. So we'll see how we'll see if um they show those numbers throughout the year and see what it's looking like at the end. Another list that the Great White Hope is not on, and they say he's <laughs> so inaccurate, but whatever. Bro, he does, bro. He's been looking like a shitty quarterback. He just this week just run, bro. Yeah, we can get to that game though. But he did not look shitty. Uh, San Francisco played the Cincinnati Bengals and they won forty-one to seventeen. I didn't see that big of a um, point difference coming on the 49er side of the ball. Jimmy G went seventeen for twenty-five, two hundred ninety-seven yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, he had a, a bounce back game, I would call it. Twenty two points, not bad. Yeah, um, I agree. I was actually thinking he might be a nice little streamer, streamer play going forward, man. Yeah, and, you know, if you had like a Cam Newton, um, or like a Jameis Winston, like he might be a nice little streaming option. I feel like, especially with all the quarterbacks that just got hurt, and he's definitely um available on a lot of on a lot of waiver wires right now. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that because they were they were traveling. From uh, you know, San Francisco, Cincinnati. So usually when you do that, you don't perform up to expectations. But they came out there and straight up thrashed the fucking Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals didn't show up to play. Uh, Matt Burita showed up to play with 12 carries, 121 yards. He caught a ball for 11 yards. Uh, Jeffrey Wilson Jr. The Snipe King. Like, oh man, he made me so mad. Like that's they just they like, bro, him up, like they picked him up. Like he wasn't, he was. I think he was on the practice. I don't think he was on the practice squad when they picked him up. They just told him, "Hey, bro, you played last year. Hey, come back right quick, man. We just need somebody to fill in right quick. We are gonna give you a jersey." And this man goes for, you know, what I'm saying, ten carries, thirty four yards, and two touchdowns. Like, who are you? Like that's just, just. I feel like that's just Kyle Shanahan just trying to get too cute, bro. Because it worked, bro. He scored twice. 
It's like, why the fuck are you just subbing this guy in for goal line carries? You got Mostert and Breed out here balling out. Like, I wouldn't have been mad if Mostert took him, but, like, come on, bro. Yeah, man. It's crazy. But speaking of Mostert, man, that dude, I said said last week, man, that his opportunity was there, man. And he shined, bro. He shined. Definitely. He had 13 carries, 83 yards, three for four receptions with 68 yards and a touchdown. He looked good, man. He looked good, man. And I noticed that because last last week he looked pretty good too, bro. Yeah. And Shanny just never good. uses two running backs. You know what I mean? So with him getting that opportunity, I felt like he was a great play. Um, I picked him up in all my leagues. I didn't start. I only started him in one league, so I wish I would have trusted my process more. But just to know that, you know, he still has the opportunity as long as he's coming now, I feel pretty good about him. And he also had a touchdown call back, so he could have had a better day. Does Coleman come back like – and uh, like, what do you think Coleman comes back to? Because this Wait. little two-head monster combo they had going, I don't know if it was just because it's against Cincinnati, but most of that burrito looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I still think Coleman gonna be the guy. I think he'll be looking good too out there. I think I really think a lot big part of that is that Shanny system, man. It's always been running back friendly, so yeah, it is the biggest part of it. Um, the wide receiver side, Debo Samuel had two carries for seven yards, but he had seven targets, eighty-seven yards, and a touchdown. 17.9 points he scored. Uh, do you think I, – I, I got him on a couple bench, but I think I need to see a little bit more. Uh, seven targets wasn't enough for me. Marquise Goodwin went three for three for 77 and a touchdown, scored 15 points. How do you feel about Marquise, Marquise Goodwin? Um, That was – I mean, he was efficient, but, you know, he's that uh, take-the-top-off type of player, man. He's not going to be getting heavily targeted. So, for with that being said, I think Debo Samuel might be the – better pickup because you know he might be out there in a lot of redraft leagues so mm-hmm. it looked like they were trying to get involved that was one of the games that i actually watched yesterday and it looked like he was they were trying to involve him man so he might be another one of those rookies that blossoms this year i mean i said if he if any rookie would be the one it's another one i was right on you know what i'm saying he was yeah. the best route runner out That's of that court. Yeah. uh so for a couple stink bombs dante pettis you know he played two snaps last week he was supposed to come back this week and be like productive but yeah, one target, target for 15 yeah. yards. So I think it's official. We can all drop Dante Pettis and boo to all the people who made all the fans go out and get Dante Pettis this offseason. Yeah. The writing was on the wall towards the end of the offseason, though, man. Like, he was playing late into games in preseason, and that's never a good sign. So, yep, he's he's off the radar for the year. Motivation. Uh, that ain't motivation. Um, Another stink bomb laid. George Kittle, three for three, 54 yards and a touchdown that saved him. Are you are you scared of George Kittle? I know a lot of people who drafted George Kittle, you probably drafted him in what the third, fourth round? Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I remember last week he had two touchdowns called back. So yeah. nah, I'm I'm not I'm not scared, man. You know, the you were even Kittle, even uh Kelsey's gonna have some games like this, man. Like, so you just gotta I just know a lot of people on that one. Like looking at, they might not have watched the 49er game like even last week and saw the two touchdowns get called back. They just see George yeah. Kittle not putting up George Kittle numbers. You know what I'm saying? You're not hey, putting up and, third and round numbers. And that's why we're here to let them know it's okay. Yeah. And that's why don't panic also, with George Kittle. Here to let you know you could have drafted Mark Mark Andrews in the 13th round. But uh, hey, that's know. hindsight, bro. Hindsight is 2020. Um, I wish hindsight was even more 2020 because I definitely would have started started. John Ross, who went off for a second week, he had eight targets, 112 yards, and a touchdown. 
Uh, he called that that touchdown literally like probably like the last play of the game. Like that's what you call a garbage time touchdown, bro. Uh, that's yeah. Hey, but hey, still points. They still count. He had 19 points. Um, Tyler Boyd finished with 10 targets, 10 receptions, 122 yards. He didn't get a touchdown, but he still had a very productive game with 17 points. Big game coming for him, man. To put up 17 and no touchdowns, that's a great game. That is. So if he would just had a – you know the touchdowns are eventually going to come. Andy Dalton, the one who was throwing the ball all these times, he threw the ball 42 times, uh, 26 of them with completions, 311 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. I think Andy Dalton is moving up into a streamable quarterback conversation too now. Yeah, man. He was a start for me last week, man. If you're going to throw the ball 40-plus times, like I want you on my team. Yeah, if you have a coach like that with that offensive-minded coach, man, that's a player's coach and is going to, you know, cater his system to the guys he got, man, then, and that's what it was looking like, you know, throughout preseason in that first game. So I figured he was going to be a pretty good streamer, man, and I like him going forward too. Especially when A.J. Green get back. <sighs> yeah, the offense is going to be sick. They said he was running on the treadmill, so he's out of the walking boot. So that's just solid news for A.J. Green. I don't, they have, I don't have any news saying when exactly he'll be back, but – when is Joe Mixon coming back? Because I know you said Joe Mixon come back through anything, but it looked like he, he disappeared to, uh, yesterday. Yeah, he disappeared. He was out there, but he just disappeared on the damn stat sheet, bro. 11 carries, 17 yards, uh, three out of five receptions, 10 yards. So, yeah, he was, I think he was still a little banged up, too. So, I mean, but you had to start him if you had him, I believe. I don't know, man. I think a lot of people, you know, I know, I know Javar Saddam. Javar Saddam and I know I definitely told a couple people to start him. I mean, I mean, they if they were gonna put him out there, you can't not I feel like he, he yeah, just exactly. guys he can't not start. Exactly. Uh, I know Tyler Alford had a good game, uh three for five, nine yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he, he had a touchdown up. game. That's really yeah. but that's really all it takes to be a top all it takes tight, end. tight end. You know what I'm saying? To be tight end number two, probably yeah. by the end of the week. All right, uh, Los Angeles Chargers played the Detroit Lions. These are one of the games that I watch. Um, <clears throat> of course, Phillip Rivers, 21 for 36, 293 yards um, and a touchdown. He only had 10 points. We told you to sit him, so hopefully you listen. Adam, Austin Eckler <laughs> went kind of crazy. He is the number one running back in fantasy right now. Did you know that? Yeah. Like, come uh, on, man. Carries 66 Damn. yards, one touchdown, six for six, 67 yards, and a fumble. That um, do you think Melvin Gordon's coming back? Shit, I wish, man, because all this shit that's um Austin Eckler is doing right now, man. I'm just like, damn, bro, Gordon could be doing this shit. But hey, I mean, he's here now. Austin Eckler is the guy out there now, man, and he looks great, bro. He looks great, and he had a, I think he had a touchdown callback too, bro. So. Yeah, him and Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson looked good. He had that touchdown call back. He had seven carries, 59 yards. Um, I still don't think he's reached a start. I know a lot of people are starting him, but I don't think he – You have to. I have to see a, a run game script. You know what I'm saying? Like a script yeah. for a game. I think a, game where, a game script where they would be running the ball more, and I knew against the Detroit Lions you weren't going to run the ball too efficiently, but – through the air, that's where Austin Eckler got a lot of his passes and a lot of his points from. So, yeah. I just, it just wasn't going to be a good game for Justin Jackson. So Justin Jackson's. I'm looking at him at the two games. I'm looking at him like a um just a premium handcuff. Yeah, because he's legit, man. But they're going to give Austin Eckler the volume, man. Definitely. 
That sucks. Uh, Keenan Allen had an okay game. He had 15 targets. He caught eight of them for 98 yards. He didn't get a touchdown. Mike Will made it, came out there on that bum knee and still put up three for five, 83 yards. Uh, he had an okay game with nine points. I guess that's all you can pretty much expect for him and that bum knee. They said they was just going to bring him out there in the red zone, but oddly enough, he wasn't like out there in the red zone. Yeah, he caught a big pass, and I want to say he had a touchdown callback too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right in it. Yeah, he, it was an end zone target, came down with it, but it was some some flag down the field. These flags are getting out of control, especially like these holding calls, like for 10 yards. Like, that sucks. Like, they got to come up with a better rule than that, too. The shit that's getting on my nerves is this challenging, um, challenging like, pass interference, bro. Oh like, my God, bro. It's, it's so subjective. Like, who? who exactly. Knows? Exactly. Sucks. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Matt Stafford had 22 for 30, 245 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, only put up 15 points. Uh, Carry on Johnson. 12 carries, 41 yards, 2 for 3, 47 yards, and a touchdown. He had that touchdown pass. Um, Did you see that catch? Yeah, I saw the catch. Oh, my God, bro. He juked like three motherfuckers back-to-back. Yeah. Give him the ball, Patricia. God damn. Somebody need to give him the ball. I I don't know. Oh, trying to be Belichick. CJ Anderson didn't really get the ball a lot this game, though. CJ Anderson? Yeah. I mean, I guess. No, Ty Johnson out there with uh, drag out games, and I would expect to carry on and get a little bit more t- uh, carries, you know, than uh, no pun intended, than twelve carries, you know. Yeah, uh, pretty good game though, man. Pretty good game. Very efficient, but, man. Very efficient. Uh, very efficient, but I, I just need to see a little bit more. Um, very. Yeah. Huh? I mean, I just feel like that's what it's gonna be going forward, with Patricia. He's always gonna use C.J. Anderson as long as he's there, like just the same way he used Blunt last year. So, or would you sell Carry On Johnson right now? Um, it depends what you can get. It might be something you can include in a package to upgrade somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's a nice um, RB two, high end flex play. You know, that sucks because a lot of people drafted him to be like some people drafted him to be RB one. Believe it or not, depending on how early you drafted. You know, and preseason uses kind of told us that too, because he wasn't being used as a workhorse in the preseason. Yep. Um, the also smooth Kenny Galladay went crazy, eight for ten, one hundred and seventeen yards, and a sick ass touchdown catch. Did you see that? Yeah, bro. Yes, yes. That, that dude, great. and it was on Casey Hayward. I believe he was yeah. shadowing him, like like yeah. anticipated. But hey, Kenny G, bro, that that third year breakout is looking like it's happening. 21 points. Uh, Marvin Jones had a better week, uh, 5 for 6, 43 yards. Um, Somebody who disappointed a lot of people, a lot of people went out and paid a lot of fab for him or they spent um, high waiver waiver order picks on him. TJ Hawkinson, 1 for 3 with 7 yards. Yeah, man, definitely showed everybody that he's still a rookie, so – and rookie tight ends don't really do nothing. You know, it yep. takes a while for rookie tight ends to fully bloom. But he'll have better days, man. Um, I think a lot of that had to do with Arizona just being so weak against tight ends, man. That's two weeks in a row that they got gashed at tight end. So Greg Olsen is looking pretty good next week. Sneak preview of my starts. <laughs> uh, Minnesota played Green Bay. I thought Minnesota would take the um, – the upset, but they didn't. Green Bay came out and with the just with the first three possessions, they just Aaron Rodgers would look like he was on a mission. He shut him down. 
but he ended the game kind of like he was hurt a little bit. So there's, I guess, but nothing, nobody reported anything on it, but he definitely cooled off. He went 22 for 34, 209 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he had a fumble. He finished with 14 points. Not a real Aaron Rodgers game. Aaron Jones, though, the real Aaron showed up. 116 yards, one touchdown, four for six receptions, and 34 yards. That was the biggest thing that I took away from that is he was getting passed to. Exactly, bro. That was one of the things we were looking for in that game, man. And it finally happened, man. Uh, 23, what do you, 27 touches, man. You give him 27, anything close to that every game, bro, that dude is a surefire stud, bro. RB1. Yeah, that's one of the games. I, I was watching a little bit, but I really need to go back and watch that game. I was too, watching man. until Green Bay skunked them and went 21-0. So I said, well, I guess they're not going to be – I thought because I, th- I thought that was going to be the upset. So I thought Minnesota was going to come out there. It's going to be a good game. But Minnesota made it close like toward the end. Like like I said, Green Bay kind of cooled off a little bit. But, Mark, I mean, Kirk Cousins threw a bonehead interception. Like, yeah, I don't know, like shit Kirk, Cousins not look, Kirk Cousins not looking like it. Yeah, he's looking like shit, man. I think a lot of that has to do with that new scheme they're running, too, man, where they're just trying to pound the ball, bro. I mean, but he still threw the ball 32 times. He It was 14 for 32, 230 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, two uh, carries for 17 yards, and then he fumbled, of course. Yeah. Uh, last, Green Bay player, last Green Bay player before we get on to the Vikings, uh, Jimmy G put up a goose egg. So Goose? Yeah. Trying yeah. to tell you, I, even though I had to start him in one league, man, I knew he wasn't a good play this week going against uh, Harrison Smith. Yeah, I think I started him too in one league and put a goose egg up for me. But yeah, Kirk Cousins, he just he, he's just not looking like it. And we thought it was just because he didn't have a running game last year because Dalvin Cook was hurt. But Dalvin Cook is here. This he's here. He's the running back two in fantasy right now. He had 20 carries, 154 yards, one touchdown, three for three, and 37 yards. So he looked like a monster. Stud. Uh, Adam Thielen suffered. Of course, he went five for eight, 75 yards. He needed a touchdown. He only had 10 points. Stephon Diggs with one catch and seven receptions, 49 yards, one touchdown. Uh, he had one touchdown that got called a pass interference, bullshit ass call. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, but he, yeah, so he could have had two touchdowns. Um, I don't like that he got seven targets, only caught one of them, but um, he did get, I think, a few of those targets were in the end zone. So I like that he's getting targeted in the end zone. So I think um, he'll he'll be all right. I think that has more to do with Kirk Cousins looking terrible. Exactly. So the offense, I mean, Kirk Cousins needs to step it up. But yeah, you need to do something because that and he also good. lost a, that fumble when they were trying to at the uh, I guess the last play where they were trying to mm-hmm. pitch it and shit and he fumbled the last play so he lost some points from that. Oh, see stuff like that shouldn't be counted, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. I be hating that shit, bro. But I was playing against you, so it should have been. But whatever. <laughs> I hated that shit. The Jacksonville Jaguars went down to Houston Texans in a low-scoring game. Uh, they Houston Texans won thirteen to twelve. Minshew, um, he didn't look as if – well, he looked pretty efficient. He just didn't look like he did last week. Uh, but he 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 put his team in a position to win the game. Uh, they just took the ball out of his hands at the last minute. They gave it to Leonard Fournette, which wasn't a bad call. Uh, he went 22 for 33, 213 with a touchdown, six carries for 56 yards. That's something to look at right there. So. He's obviously running the ball. Didn't watch a lot of this game because it just wasn't a lot of offense going on. Um, how do you feel about that? 
Uh, yeah, I agree, man. He did look pretty good in his first start. Had a chance to win the game, man. And um, nice That's little super, super flex stash, man. That six carries for 56 yards pops out to me. Exactly. That, that, I didn't know he was a rusher like that either. So, yeah, so I want to go back and look at look at that game and see like what kind of runs were or was it, you know what I mean? Was it scrambles or design mm-hmm. runs? Yeah, that's why I really ain't got too – like, I can look at the box score. It does look pretty good, but I wasn't really looking at that game either. So, I'll have more on that in the next show. Leonard Fournette, 15 for 47, 4 for 6 targets, 40 yards. Uh, he only scored 10 points. He needed a touchdown. He could have got that touchdown on the last play of the game, like I said, to win the game. But uh, it just didn't work out for him. DJ he, The usage, the usage, though, is great for him, usage. man, going forward. He's been pretty much on the field – the whole game, and he's being used in the passing game. Like, we figure what happened again this year. So, I think better days are ahead for him, too. Yep. Um, DJ Shark, looking like Minshew's favorite target. He has nine targets. He caught seven of them for 55 yards and another touchdown this week. Yep. Do you want any part of that, or are you staying away from Jacksonville's offense? Uh, no, I'll, I'll look into that, man. I definitely want mine. Putting a little, little waiver claim or a little um, bid in on him because two weeks in a row, man, I'm, I'm you have my attention. Yeah, I definitely have him in the uh, dynasty league. I think I got him in TMC right now. Is he, yeah, West um, Brick though. How about that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> West. They're doing. West. He went east. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one for five, three yards. He didn't even put up one point. So, wow. suck it. Wow. Um, he clearly he didn't get a lot of reps in, but it makes sense though. Minshew was a backup quarterback. Uh, DJ Shark was a wide receiver four or five on the depth chart during the preseason, so he probably got a lot of reps with him, you know. Yeah, but I think you know he might just be a matchup play receiver going forward. And but oh, did you see how tall he is? Who uh, Westbrook? No, DJ Shark. He's like six three. He's he's small. He's like skinny, but he's like tall. He's like six three. Hmm. I always looked at him like a short receiver for some reason. And currently, yeah, I definitely need to go back and watch that tape. Definitely. Yeah. Currently, he's ranked as the number six wide receiver in PPR. So. Wow. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Don't know how long that'll last, but yeah, uh, great start, man. I mean, it's a great. It's a great start. You can't ask for much more, especially from somebody who you probably picked up off the waiver. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When Tyler or when Tyreek Hill got hurt or etc. Um. Now we're going to go into the New England. We're going to go through this game really fast. New England played the uh, Dolphins. So on the Dolphins side of the ball, nothing happened. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah. New England, Tom Brady, 24-28, very efficient, 264 yards, two touchdowns, two carries and a touchdown. So you already knew Tom Brady wasn't playing. Um, Sony Michelle redeemed himself, 21 yards, 85 yards, one touchdown and a fumble. Uh, I think it's pretty good to see him still getting that that amount of carries. Uh, last week he still got 15 carries and it just didn't um, it didn't resolve into nothing. But we see two weeks in a row, not to get too ahead of myself, that the Steelers have pretty much stymied a run offense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's not a bad. So I think going forward we can uh, put a little bit more faith in Sony Michelle, James White. Um, I guess he got on that bus that <laughs> went down yeah. there after that baby got born. Uh, he had three carries for 10 yards, three for four, 19 yards. Uh, he got saved by a touchdown. I just think it wasn't like a really urgent game for the Patriots. Um, I didn't really watch a lot of this game because the Patriots just was embarrassing them. Um, Burkhead, five carries, 21 yards, two for two, 47 yards, seven points. Um, so I think I think Sonny Michelle's role 
just looking at the stat sheet seems to be like intact. Yeah, and uh, just talking, I don't know if you mentioned the AB touchdown, but it seemed like they were like force feeding him the ball in the beginning of the game. So, AB, so that bring up a, a good point about AB though, bro. Like with all this like news going around, I'm like, do you buy AB right now? I probably wouldn't buy him until I hear more, unless I can get him for a good deal. But you know, sell selling. I mean. I think he might just be a hole because I really wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would sell him for just you know anything either. No, no, definitely not. Definitely yeah. got to pay. You got to pay AB price. But yeah. I think right now is probably as high as his stock is going to be, like being unknown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, of course, if news come out and they say, you know, what I'm saying everything was acquitted. He's a he's going to be a patriot for life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, then you have to act accordingly. But as of right now, when he can come out and Roger Dell can say tomorrow morning, AB is no longer playing in the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, they they met today, I believe. With yeah, the, I'm like, they meeting today. The girl is meeting with the commissioner today. So that's why I'm saying, like, his stock is as high as it's ever going to be, like, right now. And I feel like if if you one of those teams that don't like to take risk, I would, I would see what I could go get for AB right now. Man, think, you took a, you are a team that likes taking risks if you have AB on your team. So, yeah, you want to make it this far, whatever, you might as well just hold and hope for the best. That's my um, that's what I would do. That 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 there is a fact. Um, <laughs> well, with AB on the team though, Josh Gordon took a little hit in targets. He went two for five with nineteen yards. So that that's that's something to look at with AB being more involved in the offense because you know that was just a little small sample of what AB is going to eventually be. But I yeah. think with AB. Being more involved in the offense, it'd be more double uh, coverage on AB. They're going to slide the coverage. Well, who do you slide the coverage to? That's going to be the question. Well, they're going to slide it to AB, of course. Yeah. So He's I think Josh, Josh, Josh Gordon then gets a lot of number two cornerback coverage. You that's know exactly. Saying? That's exactly why because I don't think they uh, put Mika Fitzpatrick on uh, AB. They mm-hmm. went ahead and lined him up with Gordon, and so that makes sense why you know he didn't do shit. And you had AB out there going off in his first game ever with the Patriots with a whole new playbook. So you know I think people are going to start treating him like AB again, and he's going to get the number one coverage. So yeah. uh, Josh Gordon sh- should definitely have better days ahead. He might be another little Balo candidate. I think somebody who took a big hit is Julian Edelman. Um, he did all right. What do you have like? He he had four targets, fifty-one yards. I just I don't know. Well, yeah. but the defense the defense scored a lot of those points, so don't let the points. I guess like. Yeah, well, all that being said, they still yeah the defense was the bright spot in that yeah. fucking game, bro, and they were the defense might being the, 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 the waiver scored, player of the week. The defense might end up being the number one scoring thing in fantasy. Yeah, number one team in fantasy. Um. Yeah, no, not team like number one score. Fantasy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, team player, yeah. I, mean, I didn't know what to call it. Yeah, so like 37 like, points in one one of our leagues. Yeah. Uh, two pick sixes. If you get a pick to uh, one pick six, man, you're looking good. Let alone two four interceptions, six. two pick six, and Axes, seven sacks. Like, yeah, like seven sacks. Like, god damn, bro. Um, the the showdown in New York, uh, for the second week in a row. The Buffalo Bills and the Great White Hope won at MetLife Stadium. They beat the Giants 28-14. to They beat both New York teams. The Great White Hope look amazing. Well, not amazing, but shit. And fantasy-wise, he look amazing. Yeah. 19 for 30, 253 yards, a touchdown, seven carries, 21 yards, and another touchdown, 22 points. So that's exactly what you want to see from Josh Allen. Yeah, that's what you were expecting, man. You know he was going to be running the ball. 
and he has two rushing touchdowns already through two games. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's the cheat code, man. That's why we said, you know what I'm saying, and this is another one of those quarterbacks you could have got late in the round. It just, it just, it was just so much value back there. But uh, Frank Gore, uh, like we said before, Devin Singletary got hurt. He went down with a uh, hamstring injury, six carries, 57 yards, and a touchdown before he went out. So he looked good. But Frank Gore uh, stepped in once he went out. He went 19 carries, 68 yards, one touchdown, two targets, 15 yards. Man, the ages of wonder. Do you go yep. pick him up? How much do you spend on Frank Gore? A dollar. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm. A, I wouldn't be excited about it because he's. He's probably just going to be like a floor player if you need to play him. Yeah. I mean, like he's going to get the volume. He's not going to get a lot of yards, and he might get a you know a touchdown. So that'll make that'll make everything worth it. He sneak that touchdown in there. Exactly. Um, downtown John, downtown John Brown. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, he kind of disappointed you. He didn't score a touchdown. He still got eight targets, seventy-two yards. So that. He didn't have yeah. a bad game. He just didn't st- score a touchdown. Exactly. I don't think he disappointed at all, man. Seven for eight, 72, 10 I mean, points. You were probably expecting a little bit more for him if yeah, you put him in. Just because they were going against the Giants. But eight yeah. targets this week, 10 targets last week, man. He's the number one receiver. And that down, they're going to get, they're going to connect on deep balls a lot more often than not. Definitely. On the other side of the ball, Eli Manning went 26 for 45, 251 touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, the coach came out and said that there is no sh- for sure thing that Eli will be starting week three. So here comes the carousel of the quarterbacks. Uh, yep. Saquon Barkley redeemed himself with 18 carries, 107 yards and a touchdown. He has seven targets, caught three of them for 28 yards, scored 21 points. Uh, that's just a mild uh, SB game right there. So that's so that, good, bro. <laughs> that's that's mild, like you know exactly, what I'm bro. Like this is his down games. So that that's that's great if you have him on your team. You know what I'm saying? You're finally getting that number one pick. Uh, if we return on investment, um, that's pretty much the only thing you really wanted out of um the New York. I mean, Evan Ingram. Uh, I expected him to get a lot more targets. He only got eight. 48 yards. He didn't score a touchdown, so you're pretty... I, I mean, he got eight targets. I just expected him to get a lot more with Sterling Shepard being out and uh, Golden Tate still being out. But Eli just looking like Eli, you know? Yeah. But, but don't but don't forget that the, the Bills do have one of the top passing defenses in the league, so I, I didn't expect them to look too much better than what they looked, I guess. Yeah. Not, not worried about Ingram. Uh, Seattle went to Pittsburgh, uh, where Ben Boxberger got hurt. We already said that. Mason, uh, they won 28-26, to 26, the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks did. Mason Rudolph came in and relieved 12 for 19, 112 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He had a carry that went for seven yards. Um, James Conner, who we just dropped news on today, had 11 carries, 33 yards, and a touchdown. And three catches in 12 yards before he went out. So he did okay before he went out. So you were kind of like happy that, you know what I mean? With yeah. Okay, I guess. Um, three okay. carries for Jalen Samuels and 18 yards. He had one target. But I definitely think you should go pick him up. How do you feel about Benny Snell? Uh, no, nah, I think Jalen Samuels the guy. Or you think they'll just go single back? You think they'll go RBC with both of them? No, sir. Uh, I didn't. That's the same reason I didn't buy all those, you know, reports coming out that James Conner was going to get his role limited this year. Like it seems like they always just want to go with one guy. So I think Jalen Samuels is the guy. He's going to be 
a you know a premium pickup this week if you know we hear that James Conner is indeed going to miss time. I think uh, Juju Smith Schuster will definitely not be the guy. That's for sure. Um, I think he definitely got. I think he did takes one of the biggest hits uh, from this. How you feel? Definitely, definitely. And he was lining up more on the outside. It seemed like so. I was already kind of off him because of that because he's been struggling in man coverage and press coverage in the past, but. The fact that he's going from Big Ben to Mason Rudolph is another huge downgrade, bro. Might want to sell him. Definitely. Sell him for whatever you can get him for. Well, not whatever you can get him for, but, you know. Yeah, I, I think he still, he still has enough volume to uh, – value. I would definitely to, be listening to offers if people, like, are willing to take a risk on Juju right now. Agreed. Um, of course, we already told you go get James Washington. Um Vance Dance uh, finally showed up. He had seven targets for seven catches, 38 yards, two touchdowns. So that saved him. He put up a 22-point game, so that's pretty good. You weren't disappointed in him. He Are you are you satisfied with that? Oh yeah, I'm always gonna be satisfied with two touchdowns. Do you think he keep, do you think he keeps it up, or do you think that was just uh happened to be because Mason Rudolph was in the game? Or do you think that Mason Rudolph he was looking for him? He was looking for him. Um he of course he only got 38 yards, so he is going to be one of those touchdown or bust options with Rudolph back there. But I like that he was um, getting looked at in the end zone. That's really the important thing. Yeah, I like it. I can dig it. On the other side of the ball, another tight end that might be emerging. What do you think? Uh, Will Disley. Will Disley. Five for five, 50 yards and two touchdowns himself. Yeah, man, I kind of like Will um, Disley, man. He was doing pretty good last year before he got injured. And um, he came back like he didn't miss a beat with uh, Russell Wilson. They got that yeah. chemistry, and he's being looked at in the end zone. So in the end zone, that's that's the big thing. He's being looked at in the end zone. Exactly. Um, uh, Tyler Lockett came back with a strong twelve target game, ten catches, and seventy nine yards. He didn't score a touchdown this week, but like we said, he's not going to just keep scoring touchdowns all the time. I was just happy to see he got twelve targets this game. So that's just a positive thing. Uh, DK Metcalf scored his first touchdown, three for seven, 61 yards. We how called it. How do you feel about DK? You did call that. How do you feel about DK going for it? Um, he's still getting looked at a lot. So, I mean, I think he's a solid wide receiver. He's a, he's a three, mismatch, man. Yeah, he's like a wide receiver three, flex play. Yeah. He's a mismatch nightmare, man, especially with Russell Wilson throwing on the ball. Chris Carson, um, if you look at the stat line, it, it looked like he had a bad game. He, he definitely fumbled the ball. Twice he fumbled it once and it didn't get called uh because of the penalty. But he went 15 for 60. He caught three passes, 27 yards. He didn't score a touchdown, so he probably disappointed you this week. On the other side, Rashad Penny uh, came back roaring with 10 catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown. He caught one pass for three yards. Do you think this has something to do with just how the game went or because Chris Carson fumbled the ball, or are you scared? Or no, they definitely – Benched him after that fumble. I don't yeah. know if it, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be going forward that that's what it's going to be like, but he might be on a little shorter leash now. If he does it again, I feel like Penny might just take over, but Penny's one of those high upside handcuffs, man, because you see what he what he does when he gets the volume, man. He averaged six yards of carry and had a touchdown yesterday, so they run the ball a lot, so you want the running back in that offense. You definitely wish up. So, Chris Carson, please stop fumbling the ball because I definitely just <laughs> – Oh, man, I, I really just don't need you to do that to me and my team right now. I'm going yeah. through a lot emotionally. Uh, Russell Wilson did good. He had 35 attempts. He uh, completed 29 of them, 300 yards, three touchdowns, six carries, which I was happy to see, 22 yards and a fumble. Um, Finally. 
finally came back, came back. I think he just needed to throw the ball more, you know? Exactly, bro. Throw the ball and just give me those 20, 20 yards, man. I'll take the extra two points, man. Like, we need you to run a little bit, man. Just a little bit. See, that's not a that's not bad. I mean, he, he almost uh, – I don't know how to say this. Let me say it PG. He almost tore everything in his whole knee. You know what I mean? Did you see that? I saw a play where he slid, he slid like trying to get down after he was running, and the the turf, it just you know how like like you slide on some carpet and then like the carpet like crumbles up a little bit, yeah. but you but you and your whole body your whole momentum stopped. But that's what it did like to the grass and like his knee went back. It was crazy. I thought it yeah. was over. Let's just stop talking about it. <laughs> that's my quarterback. <laughs> All right, uh, the Colts played the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they won. 19 to 17, the Titans let that game go at the last minute. I watched that one. Uh, Jacoby Brissett didn't look bad, didn't look good. 17 for 28, 146 yards, three touchdowns, though. Uh, interception, seven carries for 25 yards. He also fumbled the ball. Marlon Matt, nice little, nice little, um, she definitely floor play, floor play, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's definitely, he, they're playing the Falcons next week. The Falcons defense look. Like something um, last night, so we'll definitely get into that on a Thursday episode. And we'll it seems see like they're not like they're not really. Well, sorry to cut you off, my fault, but it just seems like they're um, not really letting him take shots down the field. They're kind of just like thinking of dunking, running the ball a lot. But then when they get to the red zone, that's when he's throwing the ball because I want to say he had two touchdowns last week yep. in the red zone, and he had three this week. So there, uh, I mean, it's a nice floor play. And on, the other, and on the other side, it seemed like uh, that boy Mariota ain't too relevant without a 75-yard touchdown to Derrick Henry. <laughs> Definitely. And I, I told I told a uh, Titan fan that today. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Mack, um, a sit of mine, I told y'all to sit him. He had 20 carries, so it wasn't like he didn't get the volume. He only had 51 yards, two for three with 12 yards against the Titans. So uh, as it's safe to say that if your running back is playing the Titans, you don't want to start him. Or like, if you can avoid starting him at all costs, because it's yeah, kind of like it depends who it is. It depends who it is. This is two weeks in a row. Um, yeah, yeah. Of yard, well, I don't know, because like I said, I don't think Chubb. They didn't shut Chubb down. He averaged four and four and a half yards a carry. He only had ten. I said fantasy wise, he only had ten points. Yeah. Um, Ty Hilton caught one of those touchdowns that saved his day. Four for six, forty-three yards. Harris Campbell, one target, one uh, completion, 12-yard touchdown. But they, he, he should get on the field a lot more. I feel like, you know. Yeah, he should start getting some more looks with uh, Funches being out. Uh, Eric Ebaum uh, came back this week. He scored one of those bum touchdowns, three for four, 25 yards. Jack Doyle, two for three. He put up a, a, a four-point game, so he let you down if you started him. Um Another uh, key point, I know I don't care about kickers, and I know people who listen to this podcast don't either, but Adam Vinatieri missed three um, field goals yesterday, so he probably was retiring, one of the GOATs. Just something to point out there. Like you said, on the other side of the ball, Mariota didn't look as fantasy relevant without a 75-pass yard to touch. Uh, Derrick Henry, he did have 19 for 28, 154 yards and a touchdown. He carried the ball five times for 32 yards. Derrick Henry put up another solid game with 15 carries, 81 yards, and a touchdown, two for three, 12 yards. Uh, Derrick Henry is looking to be like uh, game script, I guess, like a proof at this point. Yeah, because they're just running the ball, bro. Like, 
even if they're down, they're gonna run the ball. And... I mean, he got he still got some some of the targets. You know what I mean? He still got three targets. That's more than what I expected last week. He got the big uh, touchdown play. Uh, they just don't, don't look like they want to use Deion Lewis as much as I thought they would. And that's smart, bro, because that, like we've been saying for a while, got to give a guy like Derrick Henry value, man, because he's going to produce for you, you know, over time by wearing that defense down. And, you know, he's liable to break that long run at the end of games, bro, because defense ain't trying to tackle him that late. Exactly. And he, he he's putting up RB1 numbers at this point. So if you yeah. drafted him, if you believed in him this offseason, good, good job on you. Uh, if you believed in Corey Davis, I think it's about time to stop believing in him. How about you? Yeah, man, he's not not looking good, man. Might be because of Mariota. This dude, he went back to mediocre, mediocrity. So, yeah, three for five, thirty-eight yards. AJ Brown had a three for five, twenty-five yard game. It just looks like a whole bunch of Titan wide receivers to me. Uh, Delaney Walker, four for six, thirty-nine yards. So he had another one, another one of those tight ends that didn't do what he did in the week one. So um, I just don't expect the Titans to ever score a lot of points. You know, that's just never been the Titans. So really just, if you don't have Derrick Henry, I really wouldn't want to invest in him except for week us where you could go Delaney Walker against like the matchup. Yeah. Well, nah, well, I mean, tight ends so fickle, man. You might just have, that might just be a guy you got to start because when they're in the end zone and they're passing, he's looking for Delaney Walker. So yeah, I think there's still better options than Delaney Walker right now. Like right? who? Well, Will Disley, if Will Disley gonna be keeping getting, he, he's on the high score. I'm, I'm saying Delaney Walker over Disley. All right, I mean, as of right now, but I'm yeah. saying going forward though, I mean, these are just things you want to look at. Uh, the, the Seahawks are going to score more than the Titans, I believe. Yeah, they're going to be in the red zone more times than the Titans will, and when the red and in the red zone, you are, I think the Titans are going to run the ball more than they're going to throw the ball. And we already know Pete Carroll doesn't care about throwing the ball on the one yard line when the when the biggest game is on the line. So yeah. you know. we'll see going forward, but right now. Yeah, we'll see. Like, this is it's still early. Like you said, I don't think I don't think I would go as hot. I don't know. Now I might stand on my hot take. Will Disley finish his higher than, than uh Delaney Walker? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Lock it in. I said it here first. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys beat up on the Washington Redskins 31 to 21. That Prescott put up another QB one performance 26 for 30, 269 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, five carries, 69 yards. It's a sweet number. Nice man. Dak Prescott looking really efficient right now. His passes are looking really accurate. I watched uh, a, a good bit of this game until it got out of hand, also. Uh, I just think you probably drafted Dak again, Tiff Brown and beyond. Just another one of those quarterbacks that if you listen to us, you got late. And he's just being really great right now. Do you think he can keep this up or do you think it uh, tails off? You think they're just playing? Uh, like- yeah, I think so, man. This is a this looks like a whole different offense now, man. He looks great in it. He's gelling well with uh, Kellen Moore who just came there, man. And I like him, man. I think he's going to continue. I mean, he can't expect these type of numbers all year, but I think he's going to be a legit top, like what six option at least. And he and they're playing against the Miami Dolphins next week, so you already know pencil him in as a another QB one performance, pretty much. You know. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. It's crazy. I need to look into that. Whoever has the Cowboys defense, that's who you should be picking up right now. Oh no, they own already, and <laughs> in a few spots by me. Oh, you! Oh, you! You played it out like you did that. 
Normally, or... yeah, yeah, they had a great seat, uh, great schedule to start the year. So Miami was definitely part of that reason. All right. Ezekiel Elliott uh, had a, a Ezekiel amount Ezekiel Elliott day, really. 23 carries, 111 yards, and a touchdown, two targets, two receptions, nine yards, uh, 19 points, so not really much to say there. Uh, of course, Amari Cooper, four for five, 44 yards. He caught a touchdown. And it looks like Devin Smith, uh, a fourth-year guy out of – where is he out of? No, I didn't. I have no idea what he's out of, but he he stepped up when uh, Michael Gallup went out. He went three for three, 74 yards in the touchdown. Um, he will. They said he will play more. Definitely with Michael. He's gonna Gallup. be. He's probably gonna be filling in for Gallup while he's while he's out. So I just want to yeah, see him fitting in when he comes back. No, I'm saying I'm saying while Gallup is out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you think of him as somebody to to, to target on the waiver wire this week or? I mean, I got to look a little more into it. That's That wasn't one of the games that I really watched. It was blacked out where I was at, so I got to go back and watch that game. I'm just saying Jason Garrett is saying that he definitely will be seeing more time with, with um, Michael Gallup being out. Yeah, no, I heard that. I'm just saying being a third target, like, you know, yeah. he was the oh, fourth I'm, stepping into a role. Like, I'm, I mean, I could be wrong, but I just said I just got to go back and look before I could really give an answer on him. Yeah, I got you. Uh, Jason Witten looking like another one of those uh, – Good tight ends. It's a touchdown uh, back-to-back weeks. He went four for four for 25 yards. From the Monday night booth booth to the football field. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's still crazy that he still did that. Um, Kansas City played the Oakland Raiders 28-10. Hold on, you didn't talk about the uh, Washington side. Did I not? Nope. It must have been really forgettable. Uh, Case Keenum went 26 for 37, 221 yards, two touchdowns, an okay game, a safe floor. AP, uh, he went 10 carries for 25 yards and a touchdown. That was pretty gross. Um, saved you bad with that touchdown. Yeah, saved you. Uh, another gross game from Chris Thompson. I expected more from him. Uh, two carries, three yards. He still he had eight targets. Uh, he caught five of them for 48 yards. So he let you down if you um, lucked up or if you, like, play him. I know a lot of people went out and got him on the waiver wire last week once Darius guys got hurt. Um, somebody who didn't disappoint you, though, is Scary Terry. Uh, Boy, looking nice. Yeah, man. He had nine targets. five. He caught five of them, 62 yards, and he had a touchdown. So, um, yeah, he and on the waiver wire right now, which I highly doubt. I would definitely just um, go spend some money on him. But he probably picked him up last week. He looked like a great uh, wide receiver three, wide receiver four right now. Yeah, man. I was That was the guy I was most excited about last week, man, because he just played a lot of snaps, and that mm-hmm. continued this week. And towards the end of that game, they were showing it on the red zone, so I got to watch that drive. And he got, like, three straight end zone targets at the end of the game. Like, they were making it a mission to target him, man, and he finally came through on the last one and got the touchdown, but – He's going to be involved, man. He's the number one receiver on the team, man. And he's just going to be the year of the rookie receiver, bro. I think he could definitely be a safe – he's a safe wide receiver three right now. He he proved it two weeks in a row. I think you can – I think he's a safe start. Yep. I look at his matchup more coming up on the next episode, but, I mean, I don't see I'm why excited. not. Yeah, I'm excited about him. Uh, uh, on to the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Oakland Raiders. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs won 28-10. Patrick Mahomes looking like he's probably going to throw 50 touchdowns again. That's crazy. Over or under Patrick Mahomes, 40 touchdowns? Over. 
Yeah, I think he crushes it. I Way put the poll up on Twitter. I want to see how that did. Um, he went 30 for 44, 443 yards, four touchdowns. Like, who does that? Bro, he is too good. And the Oakland Raiders didn't even look like 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 bad. You know what I mean? Oh my god, it's just it's nothing you could do about him, bro. Like he has no Tyreek Hill. Dude's out there throwing, making Demarcus Robinson look like a fucking stud, bro. Like he's a beast, bro. He, it's nothing you can say. It's nothing bad you can say about Mahomes, bro. Speaking of Demarcus Robinson, he went six for six, 174 yards, caught two touchdowns. I think he probably ended the week as wide receiver one. Yeah. Like, Fucking crazy. Only person that beat him out was the Patriots defense. Yeah, bro. That's insane, bro. Um, do you go pick up DeMar? Do you go pick him up? Yeah, I like um it looked like he filled in a little bit more for that Tariq uh you know, Tariq snaps more than um Harmon did. So with that, I mean, I want a piece of that offense, bro. So if he's out there, which he pretty much is in every league. How much you spending though? Um about fifteen percent maybe. Okay. Yeah, I probably, I probably wouldn't um, blow it on him. Miko awesome. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Harmon um, went uh, – he had a pretty good game. He's probably still on your waiver wires too. I, I think if any no, chief is on the waiver wire, I would go pick him up, you know, any relevant chief. Yeah. Uh, especially Darwin Thompson if we find out more news that Damian Williams is going to be hurt. He had nine carries for eight yards, three for five for 48 yards. Sean McCoy, who's also could be hurt potentially, 11 carries for 23 yards, three for three. Um, now, one thing to mention before you go forward about Hartman, he did have like a 75-yard touchdown callback mm-hmm. on a holding play that was like literally had nothing to do with him scoring that touchdown. So that's something to keep in mind too, man. Definitely. Uh, Sammy Watkins, uh, probably a lot of people went out and spent a lot of money on him or probably started him. He let you down. He only had six for 13, but he got 13 targets. So, I mean, he was he was getting bombs thrown to him. They just weren't connecting like they were last week. So, uh, I think he's still probably a safe play. What do you think? Agreed, agree, man. Okay. Just didn't get a touchdown. Yeah. Travis Kelsey had another Travis Kelsey day, seven for nine, 107 with a touchdown. So, of course, if you was looking at Travis Kelsey last week, you were mad. This week, you were happy. Yeah. <laughs> What can you say? It's Travis Kelsey. Um, on to the Oakland side of the ball. Derek Carr put out a stink bomb. Yeah. 38, 198 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Um, Josh Jacobs, after a, a, a pretty good week one, he didn't – I mean, it wasn't a stink bomb. He just didn't score a touchdown. He still had 12 carries for 99 yards. I saw a little too much of – um, what's his name? DeAndre Washington. I saw way too much of DeAndre Washington, and I wanted to see. He, he carried the ball three times. Uh, he had two receptions for 26 yards, but he was on the he, like the snap count wise, he was on the field way too much to me. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, that's um. I mean, I was watching a little bit of the game, but I need to go back and see like if that had to do with anything with uh, the injury to Josh Jacobs. Like, it just wasn't trying to press the issue with him, but. Yeah, okay, that's that's a good mention too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so he did have a fifty-yard run, so that that's great news. And you know, he's gonna be fine. It was a great run too. Yeah, he's gonna be fine going forward. He's definitely gonna be good. Yeah, I do want to see if they were like if he was hurt before they started doing that though, because I mean, I can't, you know I can't, I wasn't like you said, I wasn't watching it solely, so I can't, I can't say exactly when he went out. All I know is I was just seeing way too much Washington on my TV. Yeah. 
It's like, ew. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I don't even have Josh Jacobs in many places, but I was like, yo. You're like, that's a weird way to spell Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyrell Williams, um, that's a weird way to spell A-B. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking like it out there, goddamn. I mean, he he had another seven target game. He had five. He caught five of them, forty six yards, so a little mild. That touchdown saved him. Um, I don't know, man. Like I said before, I never really believed in him being as the wide receiver one. Uh, he had an explosive game week one. Week two, he came back down to earth. We'll see what he do next week. Uh, that was supposed to be a good matchup against him versus the Chiefs. Uh, he has a, a hard matchup next week. He goes against Xavier Rhodes. So mm-hmm. I mean. He got the volume done. That's really all you need to see from him. He's a back-end wide receiver, too. Going to be a high-end wide receiver, too, on weeks. But, you know, I'm I'm good with him because you got him super cheap. Definitely. Um, the Bears played the uh, Broncos in a crazy game. I just saw the ending of it. I didn't really see a whole lot of this game. What a star fest. Uh, Mr. Biscay, what in the – beep. Uh, 16 for 27, 120 yards, one carry, eight yards. He only scored five points, a stink bomb. Uh, David Montgomery, uh, a bright side, he, uh, 18 carries, 62 yards, one touchdown, uh, one for three on targets. Definitely uh, he, like what I saw to him this game, man. That was one of the things I was looking for. And, and, you know, I knew Nagy's a smart guy, so I knew he was going to go back and watch that tape and realize that he needed to give Montgomery more carries, more touches, so. 19 touches is way better than last week, so definitely great for his stock moving forward. Tyreek Cohen put up a stink bomb, four carries, 18 yards. He had five targets, uh, only seven yards resulted from them. Uh, The Broncos' defense is not sorry, so I I wasn't really surprised by that. Allen Robinson, the only um, really – well, really none of the wide receivers. Allen Robinson got saved on that last play that Mitch Trubisky scored uh, when they was running – throwing the ball to, to get in field goal position. Uh, he finished the game with four for seven uh, targets, 41 yards. Um, Anthony Miller didn't show up. He one target, one um, reception. How do you feel about that going forward, that wide receiver core going forward? Um, A-Rob, for now, really was looking forward to Anthony Miller this year, but he's not doing it so far. So just A-Rob, so, um, A-Rob for me. How about the uh, running back? Uh, Montgomery, I like Montgomery, man. He, you're not going to be able to buy him low no more because the owner's going to see how many touches he got this week. So, I mean, I, I want to see what the snap count is, though. Yeah, I mean, three, Mike Davis got like three carries for a yard, man. So, yeah, gonna, I think it's going to be Montgomery and Cohen going for it. But I heard he was out there a lot on um, red zone plays, though. Mike, Mike Davis, they would throw Mike Davis out there. Yeah, yeah, that's one game I do need to go back and watch though to confirm. Yeah, that's something to look for. That's something to look at when you are looking at your film. Um, Joe Flacco on the other side of the ball, he had an okay game. He had to throw the ball fifty times to get it. Two hundred and ninety-two yards and a touchdown. Um, Royce Freeman, eleven carries, fifty-four yards, seven targets. Seven targets, caught five of them for forty-eight yards. I know Carlos is happy to see that. On the other side, Philip Lindsay, 13 carries, 36 yards. He seven targets also. He caught four of them for 30 yards. Yep. I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but looking like Royce might be that guy out there, man. They're probably still gonna be using Lindsay too much for him to be really relevant, but I do like that, you know, to see that I wasn't crazy 
off season. I was going at it with everybody about that. So through two games though, just you know, because you know I'm gonna keep track. Two games. You got Royce with 27 touches, 163 all-purpose yards, um, six yards per touch, and four average of four yards after contact per attempt. Lindsey has 36 touches, 132 yards, 3.5 uh, yards per touch, and 2.4 yards at the contact per attempt. So, so far it's looking like Royce is winning that battle. I want to see how the, how those um, eight man fronts are looking. Yeah, that's definitely something I need to look into because because that was one of my predictions, man. Seeing defenses seeing that Lindsey is a legit rusher, that if you give him the space, he will break a long one on your ass. So, I want to see if they've been stacking the box more. But by the box score, it looks like they have. Okay. Uh, by the box score, it also looks like Emmanuel Sanders said i don't even need a whole achilles like i can just like break my achilles come back give me three months off i'll be straight no big deal uh come back put up 11 give me 13 targets 98 yards and a touchdown like whatever i mean like i think i think that's beast i definitely think he's something something i think he's a ballo right now yeah no ballo after what he did against chicago I mean, he's still he's still not one of those names, but if you got him on your team, you definitely know who he is. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I feel what you're saying there. Um, Cortland Sutton, he saw seven targets. That was uh, he didn't really get a lot of targets in the first half. He got most of his targets in the second half of the game. How do you feel about Cortland Sutton? Do you still like waiting? That was expected. That was expected. I knew he had a big game last week, but I knew he was gonna come down to earth for this matchup this week. So I knew that was coming. All right, all right. Um, on to the next game. Uh, the New Orleans Saints played at the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams won 27-9. Of course, like I said, Drew Brees got hurt. Teddy Bridgewater, what you spending on Teddy Bridgewater if you had a super flex? Not too much, man. That dude not looking too good, bro. In the preseason, he was looking pretty average. And, you know, in this game yesterday, this is what he stayed in New Orleans for. So hopefully it was just game plan issues. He wasn't expecting to start or, you know, get meaningful snaps. So I'll give him one more week. Um, And, you know, I'll put a bid in him if I'm in a super flex league. So you got to, you know, Q- QB death is important in super flex league. So, I mean, they say Sean Payton is a, a offensive guru. So this is like I, we got to see some of that guru right now. I think for a lot of the years he had Drew Brees there. So they didn't really have to like go through game plans or like practice stuff like that because they had so many reps, you know what I'm saying? So they, when they looking at it, they like creep, like they looking at the smallest stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like with Teddy Bridgewater, they're going to have to go through a whole game plan and all this, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. We're going to see if, if, if Sean Payton is as genius as Sean Payton. Hopefully he is. Well, hopefully he's not one because I'm a Falcon fan. Hopefully he is too because I need Alvin Kamara to do a little bit more than what he did yesterday. He had 13 carries. 45 yards. He only saw three targets. Like, come on, Teddy Bridgewater. It don't. It ain't rocket science. Throw the ball at your best player, or one of your best players on the offense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and just a little bold prediction too, man. I think uh, in the time that Drew Brees is out, I'm gonna go ahead and make this bold prediction that Taysom Hill outscores Teddy Bridgewater because if he comes out here and stinks it up, I don't, I don't think that they will mind going to Taysom Hill, man. He looked better than him in the preseason, so. He was playing against a lot of bums in the preseason. He was, but it just seemed like he got that it factor, bro. So I think if he gets his chance, he might, you know, outperform him. But I hope not. Ball prediction. I hope not because I want the Falcons to like get a little bit gain up on a division before. Yeah, yeah, that's I like. I don't wish injury on nobody, man. But I could, I'll be lying if I say I wasn't. I was, I was, yeah, I was not not 
like sad. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Michael Thomas looked okay. He had 13 targets. He did catch a touchdown, 89 yards. Uh, hopefully going forward, I mean, you drafted him at a point where you have to play him. Do you think about getting rid of Mike Thomas right now? Michael Thomas right now, if you can, sell him high? Yeah, I mean, if it depends what, what type of offer you can get. But like I said, I don't think a lot of people are going to – now is the time you can get something. that You'll get the most that you'll probably get with the circumstances because as yeah, long the more games you play and the more average games that they put up, then they might not – you know, this value is going to keep going down. But um, I think uh, Kamara I would want to trade away more than uh, Thomas. Yeah, or yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I, I I got a couple people inquiring about Alvin Kamara today, and I just I still think it's going to take a lot for me to trade Alvin Kamara because once you get on, I think once you get on the path of like you decide you're going to wait and wait it out for Drew Brees to get back, like I feel like those weeks are going to zoom by. Then it's going to get to a point where it's like, well, shit, Drew Brees is coming back soon. Like I I can't. Like I gotta hold on to him now, and uh, and then I think that's when you can drive that price up a little bit more. Like during like week three of the injury, when like okay, Drew Brees is like seen coming back, he's like two weeks away. Then I would try to see like okay, man, I'll sell him. Like what you want for him? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That 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 would be my way of doing it if I was going to trade him. But I still don't think I would do it. But if I just had to do it, like I would I would wait a little bit more. I think you can get a little bit more because people are going to try to buy low right now because they see Drew Brees is hurt. So they're going to try to like lowball you and like, oh, you know what I mean? Alvin Kamara not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like if you wait it out a little bit, I'm, I'm, I know your team is going to impact. But hopefully you got a lot of depth on your lineup, you know I mean, on your on your bench to, like, withstand the blow. I mean, that's why we said go out there and get running backs in the draft, you know what I'm saying? So when things like this does happen to, like, I know he didn't physically get hurt himself, but, like, that's Drew Brees is a big chunk of that offense, and we've seen it yesterday. Yeah, definitely. Um, On to the Rams side of the ball. Jared Goff looked okay, 19 for 28, 283 yards, a touchdown. Um, I, What do you say about Jared Goff? I think he looked, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, pretty good. I always want to see more touchdowns. That one touchdown is what is just uh, to me. Uh, Todd Gurley had a uh, touchdown call back to Woods, too, though. So, gotta, yeah, that's awesome. Gotta do it. Gotta do it every time. Uh, Todd Gurley looked good. 16 carries, 63 yards, uh, one touchdown, four targets, caught three of them. I think they're definitely playing the Todd Gurley safe role right now. They're not going to run. They're not going to abuse Todd Gurley. I think yeah. I've seen they, he did get an end zone carry, so I like, okay, like to see that. Definitely. Of course, we got that saying that uh, Malcolm Brown was going to be the red zone uh, running back, and that was just horrible. But he, he, well, I mean, uh, they, but he got one too. He got one too, but I think Gurley. Todd, Todd Gurley was on the field a lot. Like he wasn't. It wasn't as disgusting as it was the first game. You know what I mean? Gurley owners can calm down a little bit now. You can, you can take a little breath. I would take a little breath if I was a Todd Gurley owner right now. Uh, Cooper Cup looked great. He had one catch, six yards. I mean, not one catch, one carry for six yards. Five, uh, nine targets, caught five of them in 120 yards. He just didn't score a touchdown. Touchdown would have put him in uh, wide receiver one status. Uh, Brandon Cooks caught the touchdown. He had four targets for 74 yards, so he had a, another good game. And, of course, like we said before, Robert Woods had a touchdown. It was called back. So um, I think if you got all Ram wide receivers, I wouldn't be panicking right now. They, they look to be like eventually the Rams offense will catch back on track. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, hey, they're 2-0. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're, they're – not, they're not as explosive as they were last year because, you know, around last year this time, they were, like, blowing teams out. 
that's true. Yeah. I mean, people got more tape on them, man. They're gonna play them, play them differently. But, I mean, Especially that Super Bowl tape done. that Bill Belichick gave out. Exactly. Bill Belichick put on a whole display of how to stop him. So I'm pretty sure a lot of teams uh, seen that. It just depends on how they adjust. Um, of course, in the Sunday night finale, the Atlanta Falcons were up against the Philadelphia Eagles, where the Falcons pulled out the win, twenty-four to zero. Matt Ryan went twenty-four to zero, twenty-four to twenty. I would have been nice. Twenty-four to twenty. I wish it was twenty-four to zero. Uh, Matt Ryan pulled out uh, twenty-seven for forty-three, three hundred and twenty yards, three touchdowns. He also had three interceptions to go along with that. So he finished with an okay game. Uh, Devonta Freeman, seven carries, 22 yards, three for four, 42 yards. Are you scared of Devonta Freeman? He has another uh, kind of tough matchup this week against the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Yeah, I am kind of pressing the panic button a little bit on that, man. Um, He's not looking too good through the first two games, but, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. He's not getting the the workload I was thinking he was going to get coming into the year. For Devonta Freeman fans, I just think that I wouldn't panic as much right now. I would definitely, I mean, if people are offering you or if you could, like, put them with a package or, like, to upgrade the position, I would, like, definitely try. But he played against two rough defensive fronts um, to start the, the year off. Uh, he played against the Vikings, which we all know they came out rough and tough and they just made, the, they just out-bullied the Falcons um, that week one. And he played against the Last night, he played against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and we all know how ferocious that defensive front is. I think um, give it uh, probably like week four is where he had – let me look at the schedule. He doesn't have an easy game for, until maybe like Arizona week six. Uh, he's going against the Colts next week. Then he got the Titans, and we all know we don't start really any running back against the Titans. And then he has Houston, which is okay, and then he finally gets the Cardinals. So, I mean – his schedule is not – well, then he got the Rams right after that, and then <laughs> So, shit, I don't know, man. I, I was, this is looking I, worse and worse for y'all. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, trying to fight for my boy, but I it, it definitely doesn't get any easier looking at the schedule right now. Uh, I definitely think Devonta Freeman is a sell. Yeah, I agree. Um, Julio Jones. Uh, Julio! He got that money last night. Shout out to my boy. Five for 10, uh, 106 yards, two touchdowns. Of course, the big touchdown at the end of the game, 50-something-yard touchdown on the screenplay from Matt Ryan. Calvin Ridley also had a great game, eight for 10, 10, 105 yards and a touchdown. He had another touchdown that he could have caught uh, in double uh, coverage. It would have been a great touchdown, but he just it dropped it out of his hands. Mm. Austin Hooper had an okay game, four for five, 34 yards. He didn't score a touchdown. But I think, I mean, you can't score him, expect him to score a touchdown every time. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Zach Ertz um, with Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffries going out. Uh, Zach Ertz became really Carson Wentz's only target at one point. That's like all he was targeting. He had 16 targets, 72 yards. So that's something to look for going forward if um, – Deshaun Jackson and Alshon don't come back. I think, well, Zach Ertz is already a must-start, but especially with uh, Goddard going down, like he he probably could end up being tight end number one probably again. Um, Nelson Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar is another uh, pick. I don't know how many waiver wires he would be on right now. I, I I know I never really target him, but he got 11 targets last uh, night, also at 107 yards. 
in a touchdown and he dropped a wide open play that would have resulted in a touchdown and the Falcons losing. So thank you that he dropped that. But Nelson Aguilar looks to be another one who's going to get all the targets if Deshaun Jackson and Alshon were to miss any time. Yeah, he'll probably be towards the top of my waiver priority, um, just depending on the injuries of Deshaun mm-hmm. and Jeffrey. So waiting to hear more about that. Miles Sanders, uh, Jordan Howard both put up a stink bomb, but I think that was more to do with the Falcons. They were just playing really good defense last night. Um, Miles Sanders had 10 carries, 28 yards, four targets, only nine yards resulted. Uh, Jordan Howard had eight carries for 18 yards, so just nothing. I think um, – are you scared of that backfield yet, or you think you're going to give it some more yeah, time? Yeah, I am kind of, kind of getting scared because he's not really making – I mean, he, he did have a 29-yard touchdown callback last week, so, I mean, that kind of messed it up for his numbers. But, I mean, I watched that game yesterday. He really – like you said, that either the defense is just real good out there or he just – I don't know. Just, I mean, the defense was uh, like they were being very physical with the offensive line. They were like they were manhandling him at one point. Like Carson Wentz couldn't stay. Like at one point, the announcer said Carson Wentz sure has been face down on that turf a lot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, them Falcons came to play. They, they we, took up, baby. we took him to you that dirty. Ryan did everything in his Speaking of Carson Wentz, face on the floor, uh, twenty-five for forty-three, two hundred and. 31 yards, one touchdown, and three uh, two interceptions. Um, he had a three. Uh, he had a, also had a quarterback sneak, which was a touchdown that saved him. Uh, that rushing touchdown it counted as a rushing touchdown because it was a quarterback sneak. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, Carson Wentz. I think you just really have to play it by ear. Uh, he still looked like he's going to be good with whoever's on the field. I think he's reached that. Um, point in quarterbacking like you know what i'm saying with like tom brady or like the greats like ben roethlisberger or whoever else you want to consider like a good quarterback that can just play with whoever his wide receivers are um i think he's reached that like plateau or like you know what i'm saying that tier um but definitely i would you have to temper expectations if deshaun jackson and alshon jeffries are going to be out and that just shows from last night yeah, um, that brings us to the last game so uh, before we get on out of here, let's um let's end the game. Let's end the podcast with a buy low or buy high. So who is your buy low or buy high for the week? So I'm gonna go with a buy low, and I know normally people wouldn't want to trade for a quarterback, and you probably don't need to. Um, but if you do need a quarterback, then I think a perfect buy low candidate is Kyler Murray. Um, and I think he could be easily attainable because he really hasn't had that ceiling game. He hasn't rushed for any yards yet. But when you look back at the last game uh, against Detroit, he pretty much had a stinker for three quarters, and he ended the game with 22 without rushing. So he put up 22 points in pretty much a quarter and a half if you count overtime. And then uh, yesterday, he put up 350 on a tough Baltimore uh, Ravens defense in Baltimore. So and then um, the kicker for me is the fact that he is 18th in the league in touchdowns. Um, he's tied for second in the league in end zone targets with seven end zone targets, and he's only converted one of them. So I just think that positive regression is going to hit for him if he mm-hmm. keeps throwing into the end zone. They're going to start converting those eventually, and I think he's it's only a matter of time before he takes off running. So go ahead and get Kyler Murray while he's still cheap and reap the benefits this year. Remember, remember Carlos told you that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also told you to play Mostert. 
Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about a running back who I think is a great buy low target right now. Um, Leonard Fournette, uh, depending on where you drafted him at, you're probably disappointed in him right now. He hasn't scored a touchdown all year. Um, but I think it's only a matter of time. Like we said before, Leonard Fournette is on the field at all times. I think he gets like 90-something percent of the snaps. Uh, he gets uh, 13 at least 13 uh, rushing attempts a game. And for the last two games, he's gotten six targets in each game. So that only, it only shows that he's going, eventually he's going to get into a touchdown. I think that just hurts him that he didn't get into the touchdown. So I think he would definitely be up there with mention with like uh, mid tier RB ones. If he were getting touchdowns every week, um, he's playing against uh, a Tennessee defense this week. Of course, I wouldn't start him against that defense. So that's just another reason to go out and get him because you could just uh, mention to the, the Leonard Fournette older, just tell him how the Tennessee performed against the last two running backs. And I, that might that might ease him off of Leonard Fournette just a little bit more because I think the schedule lightens up for him after that. And I think Leonard Fournette is definitely going to end the year still as a, a low-end RB1. And I think if you buy him low right now, that would be, be what you begin. I like it. Um, sure. Without further ado, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, thank you all for listening to another review. You got some, Carlos? Nope. Um, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, Carlos loses week uh, to this matchup against me tonight, uh, Monday Night Football. No miracles. Monday Night Miracle Time! No miracles will be happening tonight in this household. Um, if everybody else that's praying for a miracle, I hope it happens Uh let us know on Twitter uh, all your uh, Monday Night Fantasy Miracles. That's a good one uh, to ask. Um, and, you know, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for supporting. Make sure you give us a like, subscription. Make sure you follow us on Fantasy at uh, – make sure you follow us on Twitter at Fantasy End Session. Um, and we look forward to reviewing week three. We definitely have our, our sit and starts, and we look to be, like, spot on. Not really, like – I mean, we missed a couple of them. But if you've been listening to the podcast and you've been listening to who we said sit and start, you, you ain't been mad. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now, I ain't going to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs>